Welcome to episode 198 of the Local Meta. My name is Fletcher. And I'm John. John, how are you doing tonight, man? I'm alright. I got uh, I did a lot of random weird shopping today, which was random and weird. Oh, that's nice. I bought a pair of bolt cutters. <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, so my girlfriend got a new box spring, because hers is destroyed. Okay. And rather than hauling it to the dump, she wants to dismantle it. So then it can be more easily disposed of. <laughs> and to do so, you need something to snip all the metal wires inside of it. And I'm like, so here's the deal. Rather than you spending $30 on a pair of bolt cutters you're only ever going to use once, how about I spend $30 on a pair of bolt cutters that are ever, only ever going to be used once, but then I get to add to my random tool collection that I have going on? <laughs> and it's a win-win for everyone. It's a win-win for everyone. Why did you just do what other trash people do and light it on fire and bury their remains? Because we're not that trash, I guess. Okay. I mean, honestly, I was telling her she should find someone with a fire pit and just give them the wood. But, like, all the cloth can just be folded up and thrown away. I mean, I'm not going to say that, like, any that any old mattress or box spring has been incinerated <laughs> on my parents' property. But... It, there, there might have been a few disappearances of cloth fabric. There, it can be, it can neither be confirmed nor denied. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you if your parents have any use for a, like, you know, four to six inch long pieces of steel wiring from a box spring. Because once, probably, the, once probably it gets, not. Once it gets dismantled, you know. I mean, you never know. Your mom got real mad when you got when we or when you guys destroyed that. Uh, tea dispenser so yeah but that's because that was a functional piece of equipment yeah i distinctly recall her saying something along the lines of why would you waste such good stainless steel yeah i don't know <laughs> it, had, are... it had nothing to do with it being a functional piece of equipment oh i think i think it did have some of that too but oh, yeah. they're also weird with that stuff but Ugh. we could turn that into a boiler yeah, right? Who knows? <laughs> Possibilities are endless. <laughs> uh, but, alright. So, um, today we're going to talk about some fun stuff. Um, another set's coming out kind of thing. Speaking of past. Yep. <laughs> there we go. Um, so, uh, prob- people may or may not have seen uh, the release of Time Spiraled Remastered. Which is the first basically reprint set they've like s- single set reprints, which is kind of fuzzy with this because it's actually like it's a, a block. Th- yeah, this is a single block. This is the first remastered yeah. paper set they have ever done. They've done master sets. <laughs> they've done um, yeah, they've done master sets, but yeah. they they've released two separate remastered sets on Magic Online, and they've now released two on a. Mm-hmm. And this is the first one that they've ever done an actual paper. And yeah. what it is, it's it, it's the entire block condensed into a single set's worth of cards. I mean, slightly lower, higher, like is four hundred and eleven cards. A lot of yeah. cards. But um, so, but it's slightly higher. But it's de- it's designed to be drafted. Yep. And to be a really good draft format in that regard. So much like most master sets are. Yeah. Right. So, so obviously this is different from a standard reprint set or a, or a master set. Like, 
how do you feel about this concept in paper? I'm always interested in basically anything that is designed to be a sweet draft format, right? Right. Yeah, um, I mean. One of the first drafts I did was actually a pseudo-chaos draft that mm-hmm. involved feature sight. I got Sliver Legion out of it. It was dope. Yeah, right? That sounds dope. <laughs> um, and this is, like, because this is, the experience of drafting Time Spiral Block is not something that you can reliably experience for a reasonable cost in modern times. Yeah. You know, the cost of packs from back then to draft is going to be hard to come by. Not to yeah. mention, while yes, most sets are designed to be drafted together, it doesn't mean it's necessarily going to be a good draft format. Mm-hmm. Uh, be, it being a remastered set, they get to actually tailor it to be a good draft format. And, you know, like and like I said, so this is Time Spiral, this is um, Planar Chaos, and this is Future Sight. And they just kind of picked what they wanted from across those three sets to create Time Spot Remastered. And it actually looks like it looks like it would be a very complex draft format. <laughs> I mean, Time Spiral was to start out with, you know? It, I mean, yeah, that was already one of the most complex blocks of all time. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like I said, this is pulling from Future Sight, which has, like, had the most keywords in it of every set, I'm pretty sure. It was, like, 40-some, I think. Yeah. like, it went ham. And I they didn't go as bad on this, obviously. But there's still some really weird, sweet things going on. Like, yeah. you can draft the Pictus combo if you get lucky. I mean, that's just what you gotta do, right? I mean, you gotta, you gotta open a rare, but the other one's an uncommon. But if you get them both, you can live the dream. Which you also could do an A25, which is funny. But Yeah, which is, yeah, entertaining. Never actually saw anyone complete it, but... Unfortunately, but... It's nice to have the possibility of living the dream. Yeah, like I don't know. I'm. I think this is cool. I unfortunately I probably will never touch it. Um, oh, don't say that. I'm definitely gonna squirrel a box away somewhere. Okay, so maybe eventually, <laughs> um, when I raid your room after after my your, untimely your demise, untimely demise from a I don't know giant truck or something, but mm. like, but <laughs> or if we ever actually get together again and do drafts. Now that I have a box of Dominaria sitting on my shelf, that's going to just burn a hole for me. But Yeah, honestly, you sitting on the box is like the worst thing ever. <laughs> no offense. But total offense. <laughs> like, like, I've gotten really good at just not opening packs, right? Yeah, you've gotten good at it because you don't get packs. You get packs more frequently than I do, too. Yes. That and that's some of it, too. Like, I don't get to crack packs as frequently, so, like, when I'm doing it, it's like, man, this is so good. I mean, my, my pack stockpiling started because I was winning packs of Kaladesh, and I had nothing else I was looking to open. So I'm like, yeah. I can open this for trade fodder, or I could just have an unopened pack saved for, like, yeah. a future event at some point, right? Mm-hmm. And so at that point, it's like, all right, I'm just going to do this. Yeah. And I was able to convert that into, oh, I'm just going to collect a bunch of random old packs. And now it's like, I'm just going to collect boxes of things for future times. Yep. So that you can flip them later, right, John? No. <laughs> Why flip them when you could actually crack them and have fun, right? Why flip them for monetary value when I can instead flip them for social value? <laughs> right. Oh, man. But, so, uh, 
I mean, this set looks cool. We've had, I know we've had Time Spiral slipped into some of our Chaos Drafts and stuff like that, and Time Spiral cards show up other places, and they're always pretty dope. <laughs> yes. Like, I think I did a Time Spiral? No, I did a Chaos Draft with you guys. I'm trying to remember what, because I think one of the packs was Time Spiral, or was it a full Time Spiral Draft? With who? At the store one time. Uh, there, at no point did were any of those ever a full anything draft. Oh, okay. So, so it was just one pack because I, I remember I had a deck. I had three vir, uh, virulent slivers. <laughs> oh, uh, that was uh, future side, I believe. No, yeah, it must have been. But yeah, um, he, but like that, you know, like those cards. Yeah, that was uh, that would have been a pseudo chaos where everyone got the same three packs, but there were three random packs from like history. Yeah, that's right? what it was. Yeah, that's. That is something that uh, was Josh. Yeah, I think he did it. Yeah, that was something that he greatly enjoyed doing because he because it, it's awesome. Yeah, he would just take a box that he really enjoyed the limited format of and shove it in the closet for years. Right. Yeah, which is kind of what I'm doing at this point. So yeah, pretty much. But so I don't know. I'm all for the, for getting to an experience a draft format like this. Also, anything that increases card availability i'm just like let's do it oh yeah that's right like <laughs> that's another thing a really nice thing about this stuff is a lot of the things that are reprinting they have been reprinted but they haven't been reprinted recently right mm -hmm. like you know one of the first reprint or one of the first rares you see is angel's grace mm -hmm. which is reprinted in you know it was in time spiral it was in modern masters and it was on on the list which mm -hmm. is you can't trust the list. Right? Unreliable at best. Unreliable at best. And so it get reprinted <laughs> again. And this card is a $20 card. Yeah. You know, it sees play in EDH and basically only EDH at this point because Ad Nauseam effectively got Shadow Banned. <laughs> <laughs> GG uh, Simeon Spirit Guide, who's also being reprinted. <laughs> yeah. Have fun with that one. <laughs> yeah. Have fun with that one. I mean, it's still playable Legacy. You know, yep. That's the thing. But, you know, like, that is, that is a card that has not been reprinted reliably in a long time, and as a result, it was worth a decent amount of money, and now it's very easy to get, you know, mm -hmm. which is just cool. Yeah. Like, I like that. Like, so, this is the hypothetical I want to ask you, then, stuff like that. So, this is obviously, like, a little bit different than a normal, than a normal set, obviously. They're condensing three sets down to one. Mm -hmm. If they just took a single set... And we're like, all right, reprinted. Here you go. Are you for for that or not? Just like if they're just like, all right, so we're going to reprint original Ravnica. Yeah, they're like, original Ravnica, here is Ravnica reprinted. It is the same exact set. Um, I don't think I would like that. I, I'm a big fan of curation. Mm -hmm. Like, when you release a set as is, you should have a specific feel you're going for, right? You know, like, when they released, mm -hmm. or, you know, like, when you release Return to Ravnica, when you release Gate Crash, when you release mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff, like, I'd like that they would have a certain feel to them, right? And, but when it comes to older sets like the ones I just listed for that matter, but like, you know, actually going back mm -hmm. to like original Ravnica, 
yeah. and dissension and guild pack and all that. Yeah. Like, it, it almost doesn't work with a block set either, so... No, like, original Ravnica itself kind of stands alone. Yeah. But guild pack and ascension don't. Yeah. Like, so, like, let me let me rephrase it and say, like, all right, enough years have passed and... Um, gosh, now I'm trying to think of, like, some of the early three-block model sets. Dominaria. Like, Dominaria is an old set. You know, Dominaria is... 15 20 years old and they're just like reprint dominaria here you go i mean i'd probably be okay with it just because mm -hmm. dominaria is just it's already designed to stand alone on its own right yep and the thing is there's i almost feel like dominaria is cheating as weird as that sounds it kind of is but Good. that's because some the problem with dominaria is that it's already such a good like, it's already very good as is with yep. modern design sensibilities. Yeah. You I know? mean, like, who knows how it will change in years, though, and everything. Oh, yeah. But the, the thing is, even when a set is really, really good, there's mm -hmm. always something wonky with it, right? There's always some complaint. Mm -hmm. There's always something you can do to make it a better set. Yeah. You know? And the problem is, you never hear anyone say anything like that about Dominaria. Like yeah, the right. the biggest complaint about Dominaria is a four or five hex proof for six mana, because then you suit it up and it's unkillable. Right. You know, like that is literally the biggest complaint about Dominaria, which is that's like, already kind of janky to be, to be honest. Yeah, but... like it's like sure. Right. You know, so like, what do you do if you remaster a Dominaria? You just take that card specifically out. Or do you not do you not remaster it and just reprint it as well? That's what, I'm, what I'm thinking. That's what I'm saying, right? Like there's there's no reason to remaster something like that when it already is such a it just has so much solidness going for it, right? Yeah. I mean like my thought though is more just like, hey, let's why not just give cards to people basically or get cards to people in that format. Oh yeah, like that's the thing is I feel if you're going to do something like that, you might as well do a remaster because then you can get more relevant cards to someone. Fair enough. You know, like like in regards to Time Spiral Remastered, there are cards here from Time Spiral, Future Sight, and Blender Chaos. Mm -hmm. you're getting... And you can get the the get rid of some of the chaff, basically. Oh yeah. So you know, instead of just Time Spiral random garbage, you know, suddenly you have Pact Negation, which is the Future Sight card. Mm -hmm. You know, you have. <laughs> I know it's also future side, but you have Sliver Legion, which is, you know, a stupidly expensive card, which mm -hmm. is now being reprinted, which right. is super nice, nicer for people, right? Like, mm -hmm. you have the potential of just putting relevant cards from the entirety of that block into this, getting it into mm -hmm. people's hands. Uh, $105, if you're wondering, at the actual price of future side Sliver Legion. $105. All right. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm just like trying to like look for other sweet reprints here that isn't future sight because everything I'm seeing is future sight. Shout out to Tarmogoy for being like $30 right now. Right? I'm actually curious. Yeah, he's $30 for this new reprint. I okay. remember when that card was worth so much. Remember when a guy uh, rare drafted a foil Tarmogoy because it was worth $1,000 and would pay for him to go to like two more Grand Prix's? And, and, and everybody's such a kerfuffle. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh my god! 
god. Ah. It's like, oh, I would never do that. I'm, you know, I have like respect for the game and blah 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 blah. It's like, shut up. It's a thousand dollars. Right. Yeah. It's like you say you wouldn't actually do that, but I want to actually see you in that position and not do that. Yeah, right. And the funny thing is, no one even would have noticed if he hadn't been on. He was literally the feature match. Everything was set up for him to be seen doing what he did. Right. It's just like absolute perfection. Uh. And it's like it's it's it's. I don't really believe that Watsy stages stuff like that, but it almost was too perfect. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like stuff just lined up too well. But yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. Back mm-hmm. on the actual topic. <laughs> so. I mean, it looks like they're like just looking through the set and stuff like that. It looks like they've they've really hit some good cards on it, though, and really, I mean, they picked the stuff that really mattered, which is nice to see, and they're not just like skimping, you know. Oh yeah, like, like even, as you said, like tar- like Tarmogoyf's getting reprinted. Yeah, which I like, mean, he's currently one of the best cards in Vintage, so clearly he needs to be reprinted so we can get in Vintage. You know? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, they're not, like they're not holding back. They're reprinting that. They're reprinting Sliver Legion. They're you know. I mean, like I said, Angel's Grace. Angel's Angel, Grace was a twenty dollars card. Angel's Grace, the you know the packs, their pack negation, as you said, is yeah. you know not necessarily. It's not a cheap, a cheap card, but no, it's not. It's not cheap. I mean, it's pretty been reprinted a few yeah. times now. But I mean, know, Damnation. Damnation, very useful reprint. That was that was everything. rarity shifted up to uh, Mythic. Yeah, this is up to Mythic because Mythics didn't exist back in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, which I'm surprised. Surprised I haven't heard people complaining about. Yeah, that is a surprise to me too. You know, delay got reprinted, which finally, which was originally a feature site, and that card was pushing ten dollars at one point. <laughs> I love it when like uncommons and stuff are pushing ten dollars, right? Random, yeah. not very good counter spell, but it's very good in very specific situations. So it's cool. It is pretty cool. That's cool things. Ancestral Visions reprint, I like that. Yeah, I'm just like starting at the top and scrolling down of like relevant reprints, like living. I'm like I'm like just scrolling randomly through. Actually, you know what? One I'm I'm just always pumped to get is a Manatize reprint. Manatize is a sweet card. That that is just a cool card. I'm okay getting that. Yeah, super random, but Nether Trader was a fifteen dollar card. That's being reprinted. Nether Trader. Nether Trader, fifteen dollars. He's playing stone nothing. So why? Uh, probably commander actually. Okay, I mean usually that's what ruins everything. Got a, got a nice smallpox reprint going on. That's always nice, you know. It's, yeah, it's... that's just that's just what we need. They could have left that one out. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. It's not actually worth anything, but it's being reprinted. I mean. Uh, I have a small pox story. For what you. card? Redemption what card story. did I randomly see? Like, I was I was sorting through. Um, I was actually just boxing up my uh, time spiral block. Actually, <laughs> uh, funny enough, and I came across um, muck drub, <laughs> which a black is like card, right? yeah, which was like a buck fifty for an uncommon. Because why not? Because why not? And I'm like, oh, okay, like whatever the hell this card is, I've never uh, really yeah. heard of it. This thing is like secretly adorable, right? It, like, Apparently, secretly, it just gets torched by things. Like, this thing reminds me of Spike from the Land Before Time. Okay, I know that's kind of weird. No, nope, it, it's not. Like every time I look at, it, I'm like, oh my god, it's Spike. <laughs> 
He's just like, hi. Yep. Poor little muff grub. But, I don't know, there's, like, a lot of, like, as I said, they, they hit the stuff that really matters without going to some of the weird, sort of, like, meh stuff that just... There's, you know, yeah. there's a very good reason why you're not seeing Steam Water Boss in this set, right? Yeah, right. Or, like, I the the card was, like, kind of good in draft, but, like, leaded fists. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not missing, missing that card being in the set. Yeah, not a huge deal. Yep. <laughs> Sulfur Elemental is kind of sweet. What was that? Sulfur Elemental. Oh, yeah. That was the, uh, that was... Team Redelver's answer to death and taxes. <laughs> Adorable. Can't respond to that one. Yeah, right. But yeah. like, there's not a lot of like crazy money in this set, but there's just a lot of useful role pl- role players that are really hard to reprint in other card in other things, right? Yeah, and like, I think that's some of it too. Is it's, like there's a lot of these cards where it's really hard to reprint them, especially the mix and match cards. Yeah, like Magus of the Moon. Yeah, right? Oh. I mean, they've reprinted that, haven't they? They've reprinted it in Master Sets. Oh, Iconic Masters, yeah. Yeah. That's but actually the only other place. Okay. Where else can you reprint that card? Right, yeah. Like... Like, you can't, because mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. You know? Like, Dryad Arbor is not something you can reprint very often. Gemstone Caverns? That card mm-hmm. was $55, and now it's being reprinted. Woohoo! You know? Like yes, I mean, just reprinted. even like you, you said sliver legion stuff like that, but just all the slivers too. Oh, yeah, all the people, slivers. People like them. Go up slivers. I have a, yeah. I have a deck box full of slivers because one day I'll actually make a sliver EDH deck. <laughs> I don't know. I have, I have a big stack of slivers that I'm planning on getting to rich eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, he plays a sliver one that I've just been kind of like putting off to the side, but you know. Yeah, I I own one of each legendary five color sliver, mm-hmm. which is a lot of money sitting in legendary five color slivers right so it's just like at that point i should just build the deck yeah, right <laughs> just put them in something you know actually sl- sleeve them yeah uh, this is like in here i gotta look up isn't swarm yard actually worth a lot randomly too yeah uh twenty dollars uh one one notable notable miss that i don't see that I find somewhat disappointing, even though I suppose it was an expedition and stuff like that. Grove of the Burn Willows. Uh, you're right. That is not in here. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Yes and no. They didn't print anything from that those that quotation cycle. Of cycle. Events. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's why they're just like, well, we're not going to complete the cycle, so we're not going to print it. Yeah, you know, like, well, they, they didn't print, they didn't, even from the actual um, future site cycle, which was mm-hmm. Grove, Horizon Canopy, Graven Carns, and two other cards I don't remember. Oh, yeah. the, the Nimbus, Nimbus Maze? And something of Tears, maybe. Very weird cards, that's how yeah. I remember them being. Okay. <laughs> like, you know, they didn't print any of those cards in this, which mm-hmm. is like, what's the point, right? I guess, yeah. It's still, like, those are some cards, like, man, like, that could somewhat use reprints. Like, Horizon Canopy just got a reprint in uh, Modern Horizons. Modern Horizons, but. like Actually, it wasn't in Modern Horizons. They printed all the other ones, didn't they? Did they? 
They printed the enemies. They didn't print the allies. Oh, you're right. They didn't. Uh, Iconic Masters was the last reprint for it, it looks like. I don't know. Maybe we'll see stuff like that eventually, but... I don't know. Lands like that are just would just be good. Or just good reprints. Oh, yeah. It's just... But, it's it's but, nice yeah, it's, to reprint lands in general. That's... Yeah. I mean, like, I, I have a soft spot for Grove of the Burn Willows. Because that's one of the cards that I got in that draft. And mm. I remember like just thinking, I'm like, man, the art on this card is just dope. Yes. And I trade it to you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I understand why they put them in here, but I'm mm-hmm. kind of like whatever about the storage lands. Yeah. But it's, like, it's nice to have... Uh, you need... It's nice to have multicolor uncommon lands, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. these ones were the lands that were in this block, so it makes sense that these are the ones that you're going to reprint. In yeah, this I mean, block. it's not like it's like okay, fine. Yeah, like okay, sure. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't have to be happy about it, but it exists. Yeah. Okay. Shall we? I, I think I think the set the set is the set. We kind of realize what it is. Yep. All right. The real the real content here. So. Along with this, just like Time Spiral had a time-shifted sheet, this set kind of has the same thing. Yes. But in reverse, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Instead of... The time-shifted sheet was a bunch of old border cards reprinted in a modern set. Yep. This is a bunch of modern cards reprinted in old border. Yeah. Everyone lost their collective shit. Yeah, everyone lost their collective shit. Uh, intense toilet paper shortage. Yes. So, all right. I, I I just gotta come out here and say, if I am not a fan of old border, Max. but but I have to begrudgingly accept that these don't all look like complete horseshit. My biggest complaint about all of these old border cards is they don't. I don't hate any of them. Yeah, and that's like the most upsetting thing to me ever. Yeah. I, so here's the deal: I still don't like old border cards, and old border white every, is exceptionally terrible. And every time I'm like, man, I don't like these. People are like, well, why not? They look so cool and nostalgic. And I'm like, all right. So first off, accessibility. Uh, so. So I first off is just like one I don't like the aesthetic. Fine, mm-hmm. I, I accept that aesthetics are fine. They could go either way. These don't hurt me with the aesthetic. That's fine. People can have their aesthetic. Um, the thing that I actually do care about is, as you said, accessibility. People don't realize it, but like, so I I'm more of a collector and everything is kind of how I hit this in some ways, and. I sort a lot of cards, mm-hmm. um, and, and my eyes are kind of horseshit. They're not very good. Um, old border cards are really, really, really hard to read collector numbers and such on. And, like, it, old border cards and then the, the, the modern border cards, too, like the, the Mirrodin 8th edition mm. frame change they did, like... It is very difficult to read numbers and stuff on some of those cards, and I have a I have a serious problem with that in general, um, and that is my like one like 
actual complaint that I feel like holds real water when saying I don't like old border cards. I mean, like that's part of the reason why they changed the frame is because yeah. they, they oh. made them more accessible. And like the the new border cards, the new frames with the the black border, like the machine readable border stuff like that, are amazing. I absolutely adore them. And it's like, so easy to read and so quick to do it. I'm not kidding when I say old border white cards. You can't read them. I'm looking at it like I'm looking at the pictures right now and stuff like that, and it is literally like impossible for me to yeah. read. Like, and the text is the contrast on the text too is some of it too that it's so it's not even always that um, it's too small or something like that. Some a lot of times it's just the contrast on the text and yeah. how it lays out is just very difficult like to read. The name Ethereal Armor. Enchantment Aura, and the artist name on the bottom. You can't even read the yeah. artist name on the bottom of any of these white cards in Scryfall. Yeah, and like, on Scryfall, well, yeah. Well, yeah, yes, some of that might be because it's online, and maybe it's different in person. Mm -hmm. These are scans of the cards, usually. Yeah, well, and just anecdotally, I'll say and stuff like that, I mean, I, on on these types of border cards, I, I mean, I can, can I see them? Yeah, I gotta pick it up and look at it and squint at it is the problem. Yeah. And it's not bad if you have to do it for like one card, but when you're sifting through a box of cards and you got to do it, man, it just gets, it gets exhausting and it, it really starts wearing on your eyes. Yeah. And it's, it, it's hard. Like I, ugh, it's like, there's just even like, and obviously like the whites are really bad, but like even the blues, yeah. if you go down to the blue, like white, the white writing on the, there's like no, border between the actual name yeah. of the card and the frame that the name is written on mm -hmm. so like the whites do just kind of fade in they don't pop and stand out and make and they're yeah. not easy to read you know and, black, yeah. black are the easiest because it's white on black of course it's fine uh -huh. you know yeah but, like the names do fade in it is hard to read these and like i don't yeah. even have the same problem you do you know i don't yeah. deal with collector numbers to the same degree you do and i just mm -hmm. i know what cards are just by looking at them like yeah. I don't need to read the name. Yeah, I mean, I'm, a lot of times I'm sorting cards and stuff like that, so I'm like alphabetizing or sorting, you know, putting them in by number or, or whatever it is with that. Mm -hmm. So it can it can matter quite a bit for me to be able to to read that. So like I don't know that that's my one big complaint with the old borders, and they didn't they didn't really fix it in this. It's still kind of just bad. Like I would go it's, so far it's as just to say it's unfixable. It kind of is, you know, and I don't know. Like, I I don't like that. I like the accessibility of the other cards. I think it I think it's something that matters. But like for one product, like it's not something that needs the house doesn't need to be burned down because of it. You know. Yeah. Like, like I get it. You know, I think people should be able to have their fun and everything. And if there's a product to do this in, this is the product to do it. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You know, mm -hmm. people have been saying, "Oh, why don't you do old border box toppers?" You know, blah blah blah. Yeah. And like, I don't like the idea of old border box toppers. I like the idea of unique border box toppers, which is normally what they've been doing lately. Yeah. But for something like Time Spa Remastered, it would be so weird if you didn't have the time shifted. Yeah. Line right, yeah. and these are the time shifted line. Yeah, and this is such a good. Yeah, you know, as I said, I'm I'm super critical of old borders and stuff like that, but this is the perfect decision to put in this spot. Yeah, and the cards do look I, uh, makes me mad. Like the cards do look good. 
they yeah they they look good than than I think they have any right to be. I I agree. They look better than they have any right to be. And also the the newer art looks really good in the old it like in the old borders and stuff like that to where it looks like classic magic cards. Oh yeah. So basically every person who has complained that all new magic art looks the samey, shut your mouth, you suck. Yeah, like oh they <laughs> throw back to the old style. It's like no, like you're literally just you know, except any of these cards could be printed in an older set. And you, like, maybe they look a little cleaner, just a little. <laughs> but like, but I mean, it's not even that much. Like, you look at some of them. Like, like I'm looking at Containment Priest right now. Like, if that card was printed in friggin' Tempest, I wouldn't know. Yeah, like I look at that card. I'm like, oh yeah, that could be printed in Visions. Right? Like, it, it feels like a Visions card. It really yeah, does. It does. <laughs> You know, yeah. and like that's just a lot of the cards that they chose to put yeah. in this are like that. You know, like Path to Exile looks like it could be printed in any old set with Source to Plowshares. You'll never notice. Yeah, right. Silence is like a throwback to old style art already. So, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. It's <laughs> like even Fibblethip the Lost. If you ignore the fact that there's Eternals in the background, and you're just like, oh, mm-hmm. it's just a battlefield. It's like, yeah, it's a weird creepy dude in urza's saga yep and you're not gonna you can't tell me that that mm-hmm. doesn't look like it would fit there yeah i mean just looking at them, a lot of them are just they fit exactly how you'd expect yeah old magic cards they i'm curious if how much they curated the cards they ended up choosing for these yeah, frames versus how much they're just like oh let's just do these cards because they're sweet right yeah it's like a lot of these cards just fit so well in the old frame. It's that you're like, like hmm. hmm, how much did that influence your choices? Yeah, right. Like, like tall runs kind of random. Works really well in an old frame. Yeah, it really does. Like, and uh, so I've grabbed. A, I mean, I grabbed a couple of cards just to see if some of the people have done art back. You know, in in the in ye olden times, mm-hmm. uh, and it doesn't look like it yeah. <laughs> from so the two random ones I grabbed, but. From newer that I knew were from like way newer sets, so like so it's not even people just uh yeah, it's not even like old artists doing new cards, it's like literally like I mean, I'm sure some of them are. I'm, I'm sure eventually I'll hit um, I'm checking the guy who did Yog Moth, and it looks like his first ever card was from Gate Crash, which is he that he that is our. Yeah, Gate Crash. So he's not an old artist by any means. Yeah, I mean, all of them that I've looked at here have been their new their newest cards have been modern, easy, like easily within modern. Mm-hmm. And I didn't pick like you know I didn't pick cards like Remand, which are from Ravnica or whatever. Okay, let's let's check let's check Peter. All right, so the guy the Kiki Jiki, which is the original art, mm-hmm. the guy has cards going at least back to Fallen Empires. Okay. Like that would make sense. That's oh, also the original old ass art of Kiki Jiki. Yeah. Original Kamigawa. Here, this is Ursus uh, Saga. Mark, a- Mark Nelson from the Remand art. Right. The Dark. But, Antiquities. Like, some of them are going to go back and stuff like that, but like a bunch of them, it's like, you know, those are all kind of newer ones in some ways, but. Yeah. So it's you can't even. There's not even the argument that is like, oh, it's just the old artists were better. Yeah. It's like no. some of the, some of the like newer, some of the like newer 
cool ones and stuff like that are, yeah, even. What is Severus' right first card? Uh, oh, I remember this. It was, uh, it was from Ravnica, I believe. Because he's newer too, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, he has Debt to the Deathless, Blind Obedience. Yeah, it was um, uh, like Dragon's Maze Gate Crash and stuff like that, wasn't it? It was like some... Uh, it was some Celestia card, I believe. What's it? I want to say like attended night or something like that. He did yeah. growing ranks. Uh growing ranks, Hisar Patrol. Those are both from Return what? to Ravnica. Uh attend attended nights is the one I found from M thirteen. Alright. Yeah, so even he <laughs> I know this is off topic, but man, if anyone wants to say that old magic art is better than new magic art, I will fight you on Seb McKinnon's behalf. Yeah, right. Like it's just I don't know. Like, here's the deal. There was some great art back in the early days. Oh, yeah. It's also... Over but there, but there was also a lot of way more awful art back in those days, too. Like, here's the deal. My favorite set ever is Mirage. Like, you know... That's like, a that is very good art, Mirage. It had And Mirage had amazing art. Especially the lace like, pants. Love the yeah, lace and, pants. Yeah, and the lace pants. I will take new magic art over Mirage. Like, like, I'm not joking either, and, like, I love Mirage Art. I think Mirage Art is dope. I'm but... going to say something really controversial. Okay. The original art of Shiv and Dragon sucks. Why is that controversial? Because a lot of people are like, oh, Shiv, it's Shiv and Dragon. It's so iconic. It's, like, one of the best arts in all of magic. You just see it, and it just pulls you in. No, it doesn't. It looks like a friggin' derpy dragon. Yeah, it's, like... <laughs> if, you, I... if you don't have it from being a kid and just slamming that that dorky looking dragon on the table it doesn't have that it doesn't no like it's it's one of those things where it's like it's like oh man i love this tv show as a kid and you go back and watch it and it's awful oh yeah <laughs> like boy, how many boy. times have we done that right i mean i i did rewatch the entirety of xena and hercules so you know yeah okay. still awful <laughs> don't i don't think i regret it yeah but like, here's the deal. Like, and not to like, I don't want to like blast Shiv and Dragon too much because obviously the artist who drew that is a better artist than I am by. Oh yeah. Every measure you could possibly think of. You just think Shiv and Dragon, the original art, is still good. It's good art, yeah. Like it's I'm not gonna hate on it. Derpy. It's. It's not. It doesn't feel like magic. Yeah. To me, you know, like, and a lot of people who played back in the days look at it and are like, oh yeah. Shiv and Dragon, that's what magic art looks like. No. Apparently, the lady who did Shiv and Dragon liked boobs. She did the OG Fire Elemental also. Right. And she did Didgeridoo. That's kind of sweet. Sorry, I'm looking at her art now. She did original Lord of Atlantis. Dope. Uh. Lady is still a very good artist. Yeah. I like to talk shit about Shiv and Dragon, <laughs> I mean, which is probably her most iconic art, which is the funny thing. Yeah, which is uh, honestly probably not the best, though. No. <laughs> I can't look them through how many I recognize qualifies her best art. Honestly, Didgeridoo is kind of dope. I love Didgeridoo. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> 
I mean, you can see they're a good artist for just looking at their art, but oh yeah, like so, but like all right, so reprint choices for these cards, since apparently that's our topic we're talking about here. Like, I feel like they made some really, really good choices across rarities for this. Yes. Like, overall. I mean, uh, obviously, there's probably some misses and stuff like that. Like, maybe yeah. you disagree with me, but, like, even the common, uncommon cards, like, some of the first ones I've seen here, like, a Johnny's Primate, Banishing Light, Ethereal Armor, like, those are super good reprints. Oh, yeah, I, lo- I really like them. You know, because th- those, almost every card that they've chosen as a reprint has value to be played in something. You know, mm-hmm. Ajani's Pride Mate is the card to play in casual IP index. Yep. And sometimes not casual IP index. Yep. Ethereal Armors, he's playing Boggles and every casual enchantment deck ever. Right. <laughs> you know, like even just like scrolling down, every card in white sees play in either Constructed or Commander or both. Right. Every card. You scroll down to blue. Disdainful Stroke is probably the weirdest one in blue. But like, how often does that show up in standard? Yeah, it's he's playing standard all the time. Honestly, Treasure Cruise is probably weirdest because he's banned and everything. But <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's also Treasure Cruise though. So. Yeah, you know, Talrund is actually like a semi-popular commander. A lot of people like mm-hmm. doing stuff like that, you know. And Talrund's yeah. just a sweet card. You know, yeah. you move on to black. Harvesters of Souls is commander, but it's the one that stands out the most as being the weirdest, probably. I mean, yep. that, yeah, that's just kind of like a you know, decent. Yeah. It's like, I mean, oh, honestly, like, I suppose Liliana's Triumph technically is the. It is a strictly better, strictly better demonic yeah. or diabolic edict. So. I'm, but, I, it's actually unfortunate they use this art. But... Yes, the other art is so much better. I mean, honestly, yeah. Sh- Shriekma, who actually plays that card, anything. What? <laughs> 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 yeah. Confused noises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, so like continuing down into red, you know, you might be like, oh, Exquisite Firecraft, that's random, except it actually sees play uh, in formats with a lot of counter spells. I, I had it in my burn sideboard when I played yeah. Legacy. Sees play in Legacy Burn, you know. You feel bad for Dreadhorde Arcanists. Rest in peace, my friend. You know. That's cool. But like, you know, continuing down that. Lava all Spike? Of, all the red yeah. cards you play. Deeper Battle Rage is just a cool include, yeah. in my opinion. Beast Whisperer, Commander All-Star, become immense Infect All-Star. Yep. I mean, Elvish Mystic. Yeah. <laughs> like Elvish? I I know that sounds dumb, but like that card's played everywhere. Like Farseek, like that card is one that shows up in a bunch of places. Yeah, like Elvish Mystics he's playing in in actual legacy. So now you get yep. to play with old border frames in your legacy deck. Evolutionary mm-hmm. Leaf is probably the weirdest green card. Probably. And even that's it's like, alright, it's not like you can exactly reprint uh Survival of the Fittest, so yeah. it's I mean, something. fair enough, yeah. Ancient, uh, Ancient Stirrings is a cool reprint. I didn't see that one at first. Oh, yeah, you know, you, like honestly, once you get into the gold cards, when you start being like, "All right, this is a weird reprint," right? Yeah. So, Consuming Aberration Commander. Okay. I mean, that's a that's a casual card. That's just like hell yeah. Yeah, that's a casual. How cool, how cool is that card? It's very cool. <laughs> yeah, like let's just be honest about that. Epic Experiment is pretty much Commander. Feather the Redeemed is actually a really popular Commander. Uh, Secret Plans, Commander. Teamer Ascendancy, the shit. <laughs> Teamer Ascendancy is like the one card and out of all these that I was like, why are you here? Yeah, right. I don't, I don't get why you're here. Uh, yeah, even like you see Rakdos Charm, like well, that's a random one. Rakdos Charm is straight up the most useful charm. Right. All of its things do something in any in any sideboard you want to put it in. Right. Yeah. It's just like it's like a one of those sideboard cards that is just like 
like a Swiss Army knife sideboard card. Oh, yeah. Super nice in that regard. Yeah, one slot covers a bunch of different things. Yeah, Hollow people one. have to be people have to be crapping their pants over the art the the brown border artifacts. Oh yeah, everyone is like, like Chalice the, of the Void. I've heard multiple people who are like, "Oh my god, like vintage, like Hollow One is going to be you know people are going to love that vintage Chalice of the Void. People are going to love that vintage." Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone actually plays Voltaic Key anymore, so that whole key doesn't matter. But <laughs> yeah. whatever, I guess. The leveler, lands. yeah, leveler, commander, all star. <laughs> Honestly, the lands are probably like the biggest bleh. Yeah, it's like just ancient and the only artifact lands, but it does see play in Bomberman and Legacy. Okay, sure. Right. Arch of Araska, perfectly fine in Commander. Blighted yeah. Woodlands? Question mark. Question mark. Like, it's. Fine, but random. Yeah, you know, Bajukabog, nuts. Field of Rune, sweet. Mystic Sanctuary, lol, just got banned. Right. Uh, Ramanop Runes is probably another one that's kind of weird for the lands. Yeah. Like, I don't think it sees play anywhere, but it's also like one of the best red-based lands ever printed. So I guess you got to choose something. I mean, it could. It's it's funny. It's one of those like. It could end. It could end up somewhere. Is the funny thing. It could. It's basically yeah. free. Yeah. So, but like honestly, playing it in like your, if you weren't already playing Fire Blast, you probably would be playing this in Legacy. Probably, just, but just I have Fire Blast, which is strictly better. Ramana. <laughs> strictly better. Stacks two lands. It's double the value. It's double the value. It puts you even more all in. <laughs> and like honestly, this old border wastes is probably going to be worth a billion dollars. Yeah. Uh, my biggest complaint about the waste is I know people like that art better, but I think the other the uh, the other art would have looked better in Old Border. Yeah, probably. This is already a ten dollars land. You can't even buy this card yet, and it's pre-ordering for ten dollars. And it's it's a basic. <laughs> you want to know how much the not full art, the regular, yep. extremely hard to find version of this art is in regular frame? A dollar. <laughs> Full arch ninety cents. All right. This, this card is straight up ten times the value. Man. So. I, I suppose a small PSA for those: if you open any of these old border cards in foil, sit on them for a while. Yeah. Or, or sell them immediately. Yeah. To guarantee <laughs> opening. Any one of these cards in foil, you have to open at 93 or 96 boxes. That is how Ooh. rare the foils are. And all every single one of these cards in foil is just as rare as every other one of these cards in foil. <laughs> They're all on the same foil sheet. Oh my god. So you open, you know, foil, uh, foil or OG art Thoughtseize. Or you open foil, foil chalice of the void. Yeah, foil chalice of the void. I'm just like you know, like you. If you open foil original frame frame thoughtsies, that is going to be just as rare as a foil original frame reclamation sage. <laughs> so like you have the chance of just like feeling really bad when you open a foil secret plans and realizing it could have been literally anything else. <laughs> I mean, somebody somebody's got to open the secret plans. Someone does, yes. Right. So. Just keep things like that in mind. If you open anything that is the nuts, as they say. 
If you open a foil Yawgmoth. Call me. Call, call John. <laughs> His bankrupting number will be ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I literally have it saved. I know what it is. <laughs> He's just like... <laughs> Sometimes you just need to know your routing number. Hey, I have a foil. Yeah, that money is sent. Yeah. <laughs> I never gave you a price. Don't care. Money is sent. <laughs> money sent. How did you get my banking information? I have ways. Money is sent. Uh, but Give me yeah. what I want. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. This is, this is such a cool idea. Honestly, I, I'll admit I was against it, and I, I'm like begrudgingly accepting of it. Yeah, like I'm the same. I was against it on first hearing. I'm just like, eh, why are you catering to these whiny people? And now I'm just like, okay, sure, whatever. Yeah, they look cool. I can't really fault them for it. I mean, here's the deal: every single one of these cards I get is probably getting shipped. All right, but, there's no universe where this is correct. Or I, like I, yeah, I have no desire for it, for the border, the old border, in any of these cards. But no, sorry, I'm, uh, I'm, I, I was responding to something and not you. Uh, oh. yeah, foil Yagamoth Rain Physician Time Star Master Time Shifted Foil. Pre-order now for forty dollars. Really, that's all, huh? That seems well. It's. Oh, I suppose he's gone down a lot. It's actually a notify me. Oh, okay. Uh, regular time shifted one is pre-ordering for thirty, so you actually can't order this one for forty, which mm. means it's probably going to be worth more, like eighty from Star City, because that's how they do it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely <laughs> understand you wanting to, like, you know, why do you care about old uh, old border? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. But still, I don't know. It's, you know it's, what? I, it's free value. You know what? I don't care about being an old border frame. Definitely ponder, because I have full art Texas promos, and <laughs> I have the black is beautiful, the secret layer that's going to be coming to me soon. So soon is in like three months. I got plenty of ponders. Yeah, I feel like uh, maybe I don't have a full set of ponders actually, and I suck. But I would find that to be unlikely. Now I'm like super curious. Because I'm pretty sure you played a full set of Ponder when you played. Oh, I did. I must have just a a play set. Yeah. I gotta look now because now I'm like. Oh, yeah, I have just a full set of M12. Yeah. As it should be. (laughs) Yes. I don't know. If you're not gonna go ham, might as well, right? (laughs) I'm sorry. I probably should have the M10 ones. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. I rarely actually judge anyone for their card choices. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Uh, obviously, with the old time spiral, the the previous cards were uh, legal in draft, right? In draft, yes. Were they? If, yeah, yeah, you can you can one hundred percent draft. If you open yeah. any of the time shifted cards and you want to draft it, you can draft it. Yeah. So, like, which fortunately none of them are like insane in draft. That's what I was gonna say. I'm like, none of the, like, there's some of these that feel really good, but like none of them that just feel like it's like, all right, game over. Except yeah. maybe I don't know. True name nemesis seems good, but <laughs> true name definitely put your opponent on a clock. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, a lot of these cards are just flat out good, so it's not like yeah, you know, it's like like oh, Tasker, okay, Dismember, really good, okay, (laughs) Yawgmoth, busted, busted. I would not want to play against a Yawgmoth in his out of the field. Granted, there's not a lot of like value making dudes in this set. It looks like. So he wouldn't be that insane. Mm-hmm. Just you, he immediately draws any and all removal that exists. Yeah, you just watch out when I get my Dreadheart Arcanist and Haunt. build a build a <laughs> Time Spiral heroic deck. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Flashback silence. Any anything I can think of doing, I can fail at. <laughs> Yes, you can. Uh, correct. Yep. So uh, I think it's funny that they did the tombstone icon too for the flashback cards. I mean, you kind of had to, right? I guess. A lot of people also like freaked out. They're like, "Oh my god, the tombstone on the lingering souls!" It's like, yes. Uh, and past in flames. I I personally do not like the tombstone. Go figure. But it's. I'm whatever yeah. about it. It means that if you lay out your graveyard, you anything with a tombstone matters on it, right? Like it's, the, stink, the stink we need to pass it, which is sweet. It's functional, but it's just annoying. Yeah, it, it's ugly. I wouldn't say it's ugly. It's ugly. I barely even notice it on Lingering Souls, actually. It's it just ugly. it blends in, just like the name. It's slightly more noticeable because it's a light gray instead of yeah. white on parchment. Blah. What was one of the uh, one of the cards I was surprised by that got a print was Thraven Inspector. I mean that card like won a modern event and has seen play in Legacy. Yeah, like I'm not like disappointed it's, by any means. I'm like I'm like oh that card. I'm like the card's cool as hell. It's one of the most innocuous one drops that has ever existed. Right. Like. It is one of the most powerful white one-drop creatures that has ever existed, and that's Which is saying absurd, something. right? Yeah, like white doesn't get card draw, mm-hmm. and they're just like, "Here you go, have a Raven Inspector," and it plays really well with your Flicker Wisps and other such random BS. Your other random trash, but like Raven Inspector winning a modern event was one of the things that I never would have predicted when that card was previewed. I mean, we're wrong about a lot of things. <laughs> we, as in all people in the magic community, not just us. I would say I am wrong about nothing. I am just occasionally misinformed. <laughs> uh, all right, sounds good. <laughs> uh, Anything yeah. else you got? No, oh, I'm I'm annoyed that they're reprinting Sanguine Bond and they're not reprinting Exquisite Blood. That is oh yeah, I that is kind of weird because I feel like how many we've my, had uh, my Scryfall's working awful right now. So we've had six reprintings of Sanguine Bond. How many of Exquisite Blood? Two. Two. One of them is in Jumpstart, which doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, that really doesn't count. Yeah, that's I don't know, that is kind of weird. It's like it's 
about time for some for exquisite blood for sure. Like Sanguine Bond just keeps getting that car is thirty dollars, and I get it. Exquisite blood. Yeah. Yeah. Like I get it. It's really powerful. It effectively gives all of your creatures life link. Mm-hmm. But seriously, right? Just let people like. You know how many times I've been like, man, this black this black based EDH deck of mine. I really wish I had some like way of gaining back a lot of life because I have a lot of life paying. Yeah. It's like, Exquisite Blood would be perfect. I don't even want to play the, the combo. I just want life gain. <laughs> Granted, it also turns you into the the sole enemy because if, if anyone attacks anyone other than you, you gain life. So, I mean, you know, gotta take some risks. Yeah. But, yeah. That that one is kind of another like, like the inclusion of sanguine bond isn't weird, but, no. but the fact that they could have put in exquisite blood instead of that, is weird. And people would have shit themselves. Yeah. For old border exquisite blood when it's been reprinted so rarely. Yeah. Right. I think people. Yeah, people. I think would have gone insane. Yeah. But. I don't know. Have to settle with what we get, I guess. <laughs> She's just done both. I mean, doing both on the time shifted sheet would be like whatever, right? What are the odds that someone actually gets both and limited? I mean, and if they do, okay. More power to them. I mean, go for it, right? It's they assembled. Like... I mean, to be fair, enchantment is the hardest to deal with permanent type. Mm-hmm. But they assembled two five mana enchantments. That do yep. nothing themselves. Well, actually, Exquisite Blood does a lot by itself as in play, but yep. but Sanguine Bond does nothing if it's in play by itself. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Overall, so I mean, overall, this set looks cool. It's going to be a good supplemental. I don't know much more to say about that. Like, I like the reprint, the reprints that are coming. Uh, a lot of them are sorely needed, and I guess I'll begrudgingly be okay with the old bordered cards. Yeah. Since I won't have to sort them too much, hopefully. hopefully. <laughs> well, actually, there'll probably be promo cards on my end so that they get sorted a different way. So. <laughs> I suppose they don't. Actually, yeah, I have no idea what their collector numbers would even be. So. Um. Yeah. Do they have? I, I think they they, have... they did have collector numbers, didn't they? Yeah, they're, they they have collector numbers. They're just awful to look at right now with this, with the fuzzy printing. But um, it's like gray merchants yeah. is three twenty three or whatever. Yeah, they're they're yeah. they're just like the plus, you know. Yeah, they they're not. Numbers. It's it's three. It's not three twenty three of anything. Like the last yeah. actual card in the set is Vesuva. Yeah. So. So, yeah, it's one of those, one of those things. So I. Typically, I think they have the same kind of collector number style as like the current um, showcase cards. Sorry, yeah. Where it's just as like an additional number. So those are yeah. The way I treat those when I'm sort sorting and shipping stuff is kind of like whatever. Doesn't matter that much. So hopefully I won't have to squint my eyes too hard on them. But all right. You got anything else to say about the set? No. No. All right. I will never speak of this ever again. (laughs) I'm done.
All right. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess on that note, uh, if you want to shoot us some feedback, you can send an email to thelocometa at gmail.com. Uh, catch us on Twitter at thelocometapc. Uh, you can head to thelocometa.com, find a link to the Discord. Come hang out there. Um, there's also a link there to our Patreon if you want to shoot us a buck. Uh, and also, more importantly, there is a link to the Locometa Twitch uh, channel, which starting in a couple weeks here, what is it, the 27th, I believe is what our plan is. Um, yes. We're going to start streaming every other week. So uh, starting 9 p.m. Central, you can come or around that time. You can come hang out with us and we'll be streaming. I think the first week was the new uh, magic action RPG thing. Whatever it is. Magic Legends, that was called. Sure. Yes. Sure. Pretty, I think that's what it's called. So, um, uh, yeah, come hang, with, uh, come hang out with us in a couple weeks and um, uh, say hi and we'll shoot the shit and play some games. Cool. Anything else, John? Shout out to Sherry for following us. Sherry, you're a top-notch human being. Thank you. All right. If you <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I I do appreciate that though, honestly, for somebody actually going and following us right away. But yeah, I suppose I suppose she gets it too, though. So yeah, having having yeah. Be, being a streamer and everything and stuff like that. Yeah, but, we follow her so. It's only fair. Uh, we did not. We, we, we the only reason. The only reason we followed her was so that we could get follows back, not because we're just decent people who want to support the people around us. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> all right. Well, cool. Um, I guess. I guess with that, we will catch you next time. Yeah.